Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Only Queers in the Building. I'm your host, Brandon. And I'm your hostess, Destiny. Um, and for those five to seven viewers who like to look <laughs> at the YouTube videos instead of the just listen to the audio podcast, um, next time, if you could tell me that my hair was messed up for the majority of the video, that'd be great. I don't think it is right now, but I didn't notice. Or that we look literally depressed. Yeah, we look video. like... We literally look like we, like are we were clinically at a depressed, but like, <laughs> but like we looked like we were mourning a loss, and we weren't yet. So, your aunt <laughs> was I? No, I don't think so. Were you? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Anyways, <laughs> anywho, um, today we are going to talk about um, some cringe Reddit stories. Just because we wanted to change up the vibes a little bit, get some humor in. Um, we're only going to go over a few because some of them are kind of long. Uh, but also, I was thinking about this a minute ago whenever we were talking about cringe stories and I thought about something cringe of myself. Um, one time to ask out one of my exes, um, I took him to see Christmas lights and I had had a shirt custom made so that whenever I took off my winter coat, um, this was, like I said, to ask him out. And it was a picture of us on the front of the shirt, and it said, all I want for Christmas is you, like Mariah Carey. And I was like, will you go out with me? Anyways. <laughs> um, I'll read the first one. So this is from, uh, r slash ask Reddit. And someone said, Reddit, what is your cringeworthiest story ever? And they said, here's mine. I used to work in an American-style diner in the north of England. It was a typical Saturday with the place busy and full of people coming out with their kids on a weekend for a meal. No biggie. That is, until a guy walks in with his kid, long blonde hair, the shades, skinny jeans, looks about 50 years old. I sit him down in a booth and take his order, a bit perplexed about him because I'm sure I had seen him somewhere before. And just after his food was made, and I gave him his bowl of curly fries with chili, it hit me. This guy's one of the guitarists from Iron Maiden, and I should note that I've never listened to the brand's music, and have never really been interested in that genre of music, and the only reason I recognized this guy was because he made a visit to my college a couple of months beforehand, because that's where he had went when he was younger. So, as I realized this guy is a part of one of the biggest metal bands in the world, I get quite excited and decide to pluck up the courage to ask him for a photo and his autograph. Uh, but I can't for the life of me remember this dude's name. I knew that his first name began with Jan, um, and the first name that came to my mind was Janice Joplin. Now this guy's name is actually Janik, um, but at the time I didn't know who Janice Joplin was either, and I had heard the name before, so I thought, yeah, that must be it. So I confidently marched over to his table to collect his finished dinner and stupidly asked, are you Janice Joplin? Um, and the guy gave me a look of, what the f*** have you been smoking, dude? Knowing that I had gotten it completely wrong, I covered by at least knowing that he was in the band and said the guitarist from Iron Maiden. And um, he said he was, and I still managed to get his signature and autograph. But looking back, it was one of the cringiest things that I have ever done, and it's hard to tell people about my stupidity. To make a long story short, I asked the guitarist from Iron Maiden if he was Janis Joplin. Okay, here's the thing. Admittedly, I don't know who... Do you I know don't who Janis Joplin is? No, I don't know who these people are. So, Janis Joplin is a singer. I mean, they do kind of look alike. <laughs> but, 
Um, yeah, he's one of the lead guitarists for Iron Maiden, which is a metal band. That's probably why you don't know it, because you don't listen to metal. Yeah. And um, Janis Joplin is definitely not him. So. I don't understand why you would just go up and say, Hi, are you the guitarist from Iron Maiden? Like, why would you? Like, you don't have to say a specific name. Just say, say what you know. You know, it's okay yeah. to not know. I mean, it is what it is. One time in elementary school, I was sick and asked the teacher to go to the office so I could call my dad. I went to the office and there were two phones. One for the intercom, one for outside calls. Jesus Christ, I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> I decided not to ask and just use the first phone I saw. I proceeded to call my father and tell him, my tummy feels bad. And he replied, don't you worry, I'll be there soon to pick you up. Turns out I had used the intercom phone that... And that call with my father was broadcasted throughout the entire school to everyone. It still makes me feel awful every time I think about it. I thought it was going to be worse. <laughs> like, it was going to be, like, more descriptive of, like, what was happening. I just want to see. Sometimes in these, there's some funny replies. Yeah, like, the first reply says, at least you didn't have chronic shotgun diarrhea. <laughs> so this next one says, uh, my parents called me into their room a while back and asked why. I said, excuse me, why what? Out of sheer confusion and utter panic that they had found out that I had done something wrong. My dad just looked at me dead in the eyes and in a voice that was quiet and sad. I think that's supposed to say and said, but it says and sad. I know, we know what you've been looking at on the computer and it hurts me or us that you can't even be honest with us about it. So why did you do it? And at this point in my mind, I'm flipping I'm evaluating whether they saw my standard vanilla porn or some of the stuff that is out there. And I'm wondering how the hell am I going to play this off. And I'm wondering if I'm going to get an insane amount of trouble depending on what they saw. At this point my mind was racing and eventually I just started to cry. Yes, cry. I know. I'm a little bit And I say through tears, I don't know. It, it just appeals to me. I'm sorry I know it's wrong and I know I shouldn't be doing it and I'll stop. Just please don't punish me. I looked up at my parents and they burst into laughter. In my mind, I'm like, wow, I really do look pathetic. My dad is clutching his sides from laughing when he says, we were joking with you. We haven't found anything on your computer. <laughs> we called you in here to tell you that we were just giving you money for your birthday. And he barely gets those words out through his laughter. So I'm relieved and shocked and glad that they didn't find anything. <laughs> and as I get up and start walking out the door, my mom stops laughing and says, what were you so sorry about? What are you looking at? And that's the cringeworthy story about how I was tricked by my parents and how they found my porn. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And that's why you shouldn't say anything until after, like... And that's why you shouldn't watch porn until after marriage. <laughs> no, it, they should have just waited and not said, like, I'm sorry, don't punish me. They should have just waited and been like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I pulled the chair away from under my sizable grandma. Okay, I feel like that's not okay to say, but when she went to sit down... Um, God dang Aunt Fanny right there. Yeah, when she went to sit down to Christmas lunch in 1977. Damn. I was six, she was 73. Stupidest thing about it was that it wasn't opportunistic. It was premeditated. <laughs> I planned it all out in my Phoebe... Damn, I got Phoebe Bridget on the brain, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I planned it all out in my feeble brain, <laughs> imagining I'd get a huge laugh and props from all around for ex. 
Stop it! <laughs> From my Phoebe Wayne. <laughs> okay, continue. All right. In my feeble brain, imagining I get a huge laugh and props from... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm right. good. I'm good. Imagining I get a huge laugh and props from all for executing such a smashing prank. Thankfully, Grandma wasn't killed outright when she crunched down flat on her back in front of 50 members of my family on Christmas Day. After everyone screamed in horror and rushed over to pick her up, her Ollie went on to live to 98 years old. Passing peacefully in 2002, um, to do with nothing to do with me in parentheses. I still groan audibly in my stomach flip flops when I think about Christmas '77. Thanks very much for making me remember this Reddit. But since I'm here, rest well, Ollie. We love you. Oh. That's pretty funny because the grandma was 73 <laughs> years old. You can't just have a 73 year old just flopping on the ground. Yeah, I mean, listen, I. I can't blame them, um, because I thought it was pretty funny, but it also makes me think of, I know I told you this, but I've never heard, <coughs> um, the one time in fifth grade, whenever the teacher was putting something up on the bulletin board outside of her room, and she was standing in a chair, and I walked by, and looked her dead in the eyes, and I was like, it'd be funny if you fell, <laughs> and I got in trouble, because they were like, what if I got hurt, and I was like, yeah, but the fall would be funny. <laughs> Also, I didn't do it. I just said, what if? I was just saying it would be funny if you fell. I didn't say I was going to push you. I didn't pull the chair out of my Phoebe brain. Shut up. I'm going to read two real quick because the one underneath this is really short and it got my attention. And it says, once at a church picnic, I proclaimed to one of the deacons before a ball game, let's click. Let's click. Jesus Christ, let's kick. Some Clitoris Maximus, <laughs> and I meant to say Gluteus Maximus. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying when I'm mad at you. I'm going to click Jesus Christ. I'm going to kick your Clitoris Maximus. <laughs> so this one says, coming back from spring break in Cancun with my three best friends, we had a three-hour layover in Miami en route to JFK. Uh, we're all about to board the plane when all of a sudden this guy in sunglasses with an enormous entourage surrounding him makes his way through the crowd of passengers and cuts to the front of the line. American Airlines customer service was not having it and told the guy he was going to have to wait to board the plane like everyone else. So the guy starts to explain that he's got a first-class ticket and the rest of first class has already boarded, so he should be allowed to board before passengers sitting in business and coach. He gets denied and told to wait in line. Everyone knows he's a big deal but can't figure out who he is, so they all just start asking for his autograph. And the guy was pretty aggravated from being told to wait in line, but obliged to signing some things. After about three minutes of watching everyone get this guy's autograph, my friend decided they wanted one too, and a picture. I was assigned to be the photographer since I had zero interest in who this guy was, nor did I care because the way I see it is if I can't recognize them, they aren't that important to me anyways. So my three best friends get all cute and they pose with this guy and I take the picture, they say thank you, and then there's just a moment of silence. Suddenly I realize that we still have no idea who the fuck this guy is and as soon as he says, you're welcome, I blurt out, and can we know who you even are? He just looked at me disgusted. Turns out it was John Legend. <laughs> and someone in the comments said, who the 
John Legend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do feel like that would be something that I would do, though, because if I... If it's not a celebrity that, like, I care about or, like, know about, like, I'm not... Like Phoebe Bridgers. I'm not... Yeah, like Phoebe Bridgers. I'm not going to know <laughs> who it is. Like, there are certain celebrities, if I saw out, I'd be like, I know that one. But if not... I've seen you before. I've seen you, but <laughs> if not, I just wouldn't care about who they are. Like, or well, I wouldn't know to even know that they were a celebrity. What makes this even better is someone underneath said, Reminds me of the time when I was a kid and ate half a bowl of cereal that was infested with some kind of bugs. I still eat cereal, though, because I don't give a sh**. Cereal is delicious. And someone said, I think you replied to the wrong story. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is disgusting. I also want to read this one after it. Did you say it's not funny? It's disgusting, I said. Oh, I thought you said this one's not funny. Yeah, I said this one's disgusting. I want to read the one below it. Okay. One time I was sitting on the floor watching TV and saw a jelly bean on the floor. Since it was right after Easter, I thought nothing of it and picked it up. As I was about to pop it in my mouth, I noticed it sort of feels weird. And I look it over, I look at it and turn it over and see eight little squirming red legs. I throw that sh** down and have a mini panic attack. It was a tick that was so filled with blood, it looked like a big jelly bean. I'm assuming that's what the ant reply was supposed to be, too. I, mm -mm. I don't like thinking about that. I do not. Okay. About five years ago, I was really stoned, and it was around 3 a.m. It was dark in the kitchen, and the only thing to eat was peanut butter. I ate a few spoonfuls and was satisfied, so I sealed up the jar and went to bed. I woke up later on and decided to eat peanut butter again, only to open the jar and see the peanut butter was moving. There were what appeared to be thousands of tiny sugar ants inside the jar. I realized I had eight spoonfuls of ant-covered peanut butter and haven't been able to eat it since. Not even a Reese's peanut butter cup. Uh, it says, edit, my girlfriend is encouraging me to share this story as well. I'll keep it short. Again, it starts off with me being stoned. I came home late at night knowing my mom had just had company over for a barbecue so I knew there was food. I immediately went for the desserts and looked in the freezer. I saw all these little ice cream cups in there and grabbed two. They had a cartoon paw print on them so naturally I assumed they were for kids. I ate the ice creams while I watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Despite the ice cream tasting like shit, Long story short, I found out in the morning I was eating meat-flavored ice cream for dogs. I guess the moral of these stories is marijuana is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Someone just said, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. One time my uncle went to his friend's house. <laughs> I'm Okay. One time my uncle went to his friend's house for a delivery and he was super thirsty so they poured him a glass of water. He choked, chugged it all down and nearly choked on something. He looked in the glass and the bottom was full of maggots. Ew. Uh, there was one that I saw that was stinky. Where is it? It says, woke up one morning when I was 14 and there was an unfocused dark line crossing my line of sight. Assuming my eyes just needed to clear, I moved my hand toward my face to give them a quick rub and that's when the palm-sized spider scraped across my face. I would have to call it quits. That'd be it for me. Okay, so Reddit was just beginning to be gross and or painful things. And a lot of people saying... Inappropriate words. Yeah, some words that they shouldn't say. Some bad words. Um, so we're going to um, look it up. 
an article from BuzzFeed that is some cringy stories that will make you want to turn inside out. The first one is called The New Office Blunder. It says, I had just started a new job and was trying to bond with my new colleagues in the kitchen while on a tea break. So far so good, that is until I needed the milk for my brew. Rather than politely asking if I could borrow it for a reason still unknown to myself, I blurted out, milk me, and followed it with a nod in the direction of the milk, only making the situation creepier and more awkward. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Had a quick intermission there, but we're back with chalky milk. And water. An extremely embarrassing slip of the tongue. I was a server and got tired of saying the same farewell to every table, so I always tried to change it up. One time I settled the bill with two older gentlemen, and I was trying to say thanks for coming or thanks for letting me serve you, but nope, I said, thanks for letting me come. <laughs> and they both, <laughs> they both laughed, and as I walked away to die, I heard one say, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Forever the worst moment of my life. Ooh, that's good. That's good. All right. What is this one? The case of mistaken identity. I once walked up to my dad at a grocery store, held onto his arm, noticed he had apple juice, and said, "Great, I love apple juice." This would have been fine if this guy was actually my dad, but it was just some random that didn't tell the stranger on his arm to go away. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So. This one is called The Terrible Translator, and it says, When I first moved to Spain, I asked for una paja with my drink. And the barman looked slightly pleased with himself, but he didn't get me the straw that I thought I had asked for. It turns out that straw in Spanish is pajita, whereas what I asked him for was a wank. <laughs> okay, this one's the misspoken word. This happens pretty commonly, apparently. Years ago, when I was introducing my friend's wife to my girlfriend, instead of saying, this is Joe's beautiful wife, Cindy, I said, this is Joe's ugly wife, Cindy. Could not believe it came out that way, and it still haunts me to this day. <laughs> okay, then this one's in the embarrassing in innuendo. I work at a supermarket in the floral department, which means we blow up balloons, and sometimes we lose them to the ceiling. So we have a telescopic pole that we use to get them down. I made the mistake of telling my new store manager that I was really good at working the pole. <laughs> he laughed though. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to cracking up. This one is called The Effort to Fit In. It says, one time in the sixth grade, I was talking uh, to my crush about music and he said, I really like Panic at the Disco, and I had no idea who they were at the time, and trying to impress him, I said, wow, yeah, I really love that song. He totally called me out on it. And let's say I never lie about liking things that I don't know. <laughs> the professional poop mishap. I was in IT in the Navy and we were transitioning over to civilian contracted networks. So we had to set up everyone's ID card um, to work as login credentials. We called them smart cards or common access cards. So CAC cards. We pronounced them as cat cards. I was in the office with one of our pilots who happened to be smoking hot. I don't know why my brain, I thought they were trying to say, who happened to be smoking pot. And I was no, like, he was smoking hot. Like smoking hot, like he was attractive. Okay. See, my lesbian brain can't even comprehend the fact that a man could be attractive. I was in an office with one of our pilots who happened to be smoking hot, 
helping him set up his card for use. When it came time to insert his card into the reader for initialization, I casually said, Okay, sir, you can stick your cack in now. <laughs> now say that out loud. I never wanted to fade into oblivion so much in my life. <laughs> That's the uh, common access card is what I use for work to get in the building and in my computer and stuff. <clears throat> this one's called The Suggestive Farewell. And I don't agree with diet culture. However, it says, after weighing in at my slimming group, I said that I felt unwell, so I was going home to bed. I felt bad for leaving the group, so I said to the leader, I'll be thinking of you in bed. <laughs> I could have died. <laughs> marching band innuendo. So I was in marching band, and I have this huge crush on one of my fellow baritone players. My whole section and I were on the sidelines getting our instruments ready for the show, when he says, it's hard to fit his mouthpiece into the berry because it's so tight. I look him dead in the eyes and without even thinking said, yeah, but I have something even tighter. My whole section was staring at me and to this day I cringe when I think about it. Well, sh Well, thanks for listening guys and if you want us to read more Reddit stories from other Reddit subgroups, let us know which ones like, am I the asshole? Um, Petty Revenge, any of those, if there's any Reddit stories you like to read, um, let us know. Or any, like, topics you want stories based off of, let us know. Also, feel free to share, um, your cringe stories, yeah. because we do love them. Um, I do get a little bit of life from them, because, I don't know, I just, you know, I like being able to feel the secondhand embarrassment. Mm -hmm. But, that's all for now. Until next time. Um, also, I realized that I have not been linking the YouTube channel in the bottom of the podcast, so that link will be available. Uh, feel free to watch us if you care to know what we look like. If not, whatever. See you next time. Bye. Bye.